Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome. Zaslo Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 23rd of August. Good to have you aboard. Presented as always by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 That's 800 747 They've been our title sponsor since before we even debuted the show. Title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me Wrestling Podcast every weekend. So, again, if you have a personal injury, if you were in an accident, First, you call 911, then you call Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. So glad you're with us here in the middle of the week. We got the final Dolphins preseason game this Saturday night. We're in college football week zero. You know, I hate that, the week zero. That's like when the NCAA tournament was doing the playing games on the Tuesday night. When they were calling that the first round. No. They changed it. Now, I don't know what they're going to do about this. I, I I think it's week zero for good. And so you got a couple of high-profile games this weekend. 
but it is a college football game week. Thanks to everybody who's been hanging out with me on ESPN Radio. I got a gig doing ESPN Radio weekends, but I've been lucky enough. (laughs) I debuted hosting primetime this past Saturday and Sunday, and I was lucky enough. Ian Fitzsimmons, he, he was supposed to do afternoon drive this week. He was supposed to fill in on Canty and Carlin, which is afternoon drive ESPN Radio, 3 to 7 p.m., He's under the weather, so I got the call after doing just a couple days debuting on ESPN Radio Saturday and Sunday. I got the call to do Monday and Tuesday. So for the last couple of days, I've done afternoon drive on ESPN Radio filling in for Canty and Carlin. I've done four straight days overall on ESPN Radio. I've had a great time. The producers have made it easy on me. Everyone has made me feel welcome. So I'm really pleased to be, uh, you know, Part of the team there, ESPN. I mean, come on, crazy, right? And and I feel like I feel like I'm doing my thing. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. I'm I'm doing I'm doing Zaslo on ESPN Radio. So for those of you guys who tuned in, I love it. I appreciate you. If we have some new listeners because I was on ESPN Radio, and now you're listening to Zaslo Show 2.0. That's amazing. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your mother I say hello. And certainly, if you didn't know that I was on ESPN Radio, I'd like you to start listening, all right? That would be amazing. I'm filling in again for Canty and Carlin on Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. So after doing four straight days on ESPN, I get a little reprieve. We're doing double duty. Obviously, Zaslow Show 2.0, which is the main thing. It's always going to be the main thing. I'm 305 till I die. Miami, number one always, all right? I'm never going to I'm never not going to do a Miami show. I want to do stuff in addition to doing the Miami show. Maybe bring some of that Miami onto national, which is what I feel I've been doing the last few days and I certainly have not been hiding my, you know, my 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 fandom for the Miami sports teams. Talked about Inter Miami and Messi, <coughs> talk talk plenty of Dolphins cuz I mean if you know the the way ESPN is these days, I mean it's so much football. Like the shows that I've done the last four days on ESPN Radio, I would say 95% NFL. So, so much football, but I'm repping the Dolphins, even rep the Heat a little bit because we talked about Harden, but I'll throw the Damian Lillard stuff in there. So, repping Miami 305 hard on ESPN Radio the last few days. I'm on again filling in for Canty and Carlin on Friday, 3 to 7 p.m., and then we're back doing primetime this weekend, Saturday night and Sunday late afternoon. I'll be hosting primetime on ESPN Radio. So I love it that you guys are hanging out with me, and I like that we get to take some of some of us. You guys are part of it. I like that we get to take some of what we do here, Zaslow Show 2.0, and put it out there on a national stage. And luckily, you know, it could be a little bit jarring for some of the hosts and certainly the program directors there at ESPN Radio, but to my... To my surprise, a bunch of them, they know who I am. They've known my my show. They know the whole deal. So that part's really cool that I don't need to try and be something that I'm not. And I get to just be me. They know what they're getting when when, when they're scheduling Zaslow to do ESPN Radio. So that part is is awesome. And and obviously, you know, a massive thank you to Amber Wilson, who who played a very big part in, in helping bring me on board there. So... All of it's really great. I'm really stoked about it. I'm really happy about the whole situation. All right. If you want to get at me, at Zaslow Show on Twitter, always at Zaslow J on Instagram. Now, I'm, I'm an influencer on Instagram, but I always have time for my fans. So, you want to get at me either way, we can do that. The Marlins, Marlins win 3 nothing last night in San Diego. There's still a game back now in the wild card chase. Six teams fighting for three spots. The Marlins are a game back at number two and number three. So, they get a game that they desperately needed last night, winning 3 nothing. And now, 4-10 this afternoon. You may be listening to Zaslow Show 2.0. Right now, while you're watching the Marlins game, like, like you know the score, you know the Marlins are up 5-0, I, I don't know about that, all right? I'm in the past, you're listening in the future. But the Marlins, you got Sandy Alcantara, and they'll, look, Sandy, go out there, be an ace, win the series in the Marlins. Take two out of three, you feel good about that. So, all these games are important for the Marlins, we know that, but after winning last night, now you gotta win the series in San Diego. So, there you have it. Also, another thing, so... I've been 
I've been looking forward to, you know, they have the untold documentary series, right, on on Netflix. And I've been looking forward to this untold Swamp Kings on the Florida Gators, and specifically on those Urban Meyer Florida Gator teams. Now, I went to the University of Florida. I graduated in 2004. I was there for my junior and senior years. I started at UCF. I did three years at UCF, and then I transferred. Oh, Zazlo took you five years. College is fun. Who doesn't want to spend five years in college? I did my final two years at University of Florida. I loved it. Loved my time there. And so I'm I'm before the era. This era takes place. I'm I'm like I'm a couple years before it. But the reason you're gonna watch this untold Swamp Kings about the Florida Gators, whether or not you're a Gator fan. But especially if you're not a Gator fan, what's the reason you would watch this documentary? It would be because you want to get to the bottom of the scandals. You want to hear about all the extracurricular stuff that took place. All the characters they had on those teams, a bunch of them bad dudes. Some of them murderers. Not good guys. That's the stuff that you want. How did that mix in? What did Urban Meyer allow? What did Tim Tebow know? How did he keep all of it together? That's the kind of stuff that you want with this untold. I mean, the show is called Untold. You would expect that we're going to get that stuff. And from what I've heard so far, you get none of it. And this documentary is a dud from what I've heard. That is super disappointing. So, like, for instance, what I'm seeing here. This, uh, my man, Ken Levicka, he tweeted out, Ken Levicka, ESPN, 760, 106.3 FM, West Palm. You know, like, he tweeted out, waste of time, it's not a documentary, it's Gators propaganda, one out of five stars. That's very disappointing. You see, for someone like Ken, and he he probably hates the Gators, but he wants to watch it, because when you see untold Swamp Kings, like, nice, we're gonna get some, there's gonna be some dirt in this, we, we gotta see what's going on here. So... There's this tweet from this guy called uh, Jim Weber, all right? And I guess he covers college sports, and he's a TV and podcast producer. And and he tweeted out here how disappointing Swamp Kings is. And he he gave, like, a short list of things that that, that weren't even mentioned in the documentary. How can—I'm going to give you this list of of things that he said weren't even mentioned. I'm not going to watch this documentary now. How can these things not be not be you know covered? Here you go. Any mention of Aaron Hernandez? What? Besides Tebow taking blame for their 07 bar fight. So, let's stop right there. How can you have a documentary A on the Gators that time period and B called Untold? Untold. And you're not doing anything on Aaron Hernandez? That's the number one thing that everyone wants to hear about. That's not covered in this documentary called Untold? You got nothing on Aaron Rodgers? That's that's so disappointing. How can that be? So you have that right there. And then, all right, let's continue on here. Nothing about the Pouncy Twins? Cam Newton's stolen laptop. You don't do anything on why Cam Newton got thrown out of school? Percy Harvin attacking the wide receiver coach. Now, maybe those are maybe they include stuff about Percy Harvin being like a maniac, but maybe they don't have him talk, you know, they didn't talk about him attacking the wide receiver coach specifically, so I'm not going to get crazy about that one. Carlos Dunlap arrested before the 09 SEC Championship game. How about Shelly Myers 911 call and Urban Meyer going to the hospital with chest pains? Pretty famous incident. You got nothing there? The entire 2010 season including Urban Meyer versus Jeremy Fowler, who's, you know, with ESPN, confrontation at practice. I don't remember that. That sounds juicy as hell. And then Chris Rainey, who, yeah, not a good guy. Chris Rainey threatening to kill his girlfriend. That's, 
That's tough. I'm disappointed, man. That's super... Di- I was looking forward to this documentary. I guess there, there are probably some Gator fans who love it because they, they, I'm sure it seems like they're going to hire the... They're going to highlight the good stuff. But how are you going to get the not Gator fans? The not Gator fans, they would be tuning into this. They want to get, they want to hear the, you know, untold stuff. That's a massive letdown if that's the case. So like I'm saying, I'm not going to watch it, but you know what? I am going to watch it. I'll formulate my own opinion. I am going to watch it. But now I'm going into it with super low expectations. Like that's really disappointing, man. So, I want to start off there because I want to watch this doc. I want to see I want to hear these crazy stories and it seems like a lot of juicy stuff was left out. How do you not have Aaron Hernandez a major focal point? Aaron Hernandez, one of the biggest stories college football NFL ever. He he was a murderer, convicted, went to prison, I don't want to hear about any overturn. Uh, went to prison, died in prison, suicide, right? Died in prison, but he was like, there was drugs apparently, uh, uh, maybe dealing drugs, maybe killing multiple people, the paranoia, all of it. Like, this was a crazy person who is one of the biggest scandals, if that's the right word to use, in college football slash NFL history. And it's not like he was some obscure player in the NFL. He played for the Patriots. He played for the Super Bowl champion Patriots. That's a major letdown. What's not a letdown? If you need homeowners insurance, you go to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. You're never going to be let down. Matter of fact, your spirits are going to be lifted up because you're not going to believe how affordable homeowners insurance is when you go to Brunt Insurance. Go to BruntInsurance.com or call today, 954 589 2204. And it doesn't matter where you're calling from in Florida. Brunt Insurance was rated top five insurance agency in the country, number one in Florida. They got offices all throughout the state. So whether you're calling all the way up from Pensacola, all the way down to the Keys and beyond Brunt Insurance, they're going to be able to deliver that comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. This team over there, completely like they're thorough, they have the expertise. They have the experience to find exactly the right coverage for you. That's the type of atmosphere. That's the type of show Greg Brunt is running at Brunt Insurance. So when you call 954-589-2204, you made the right call. You're going to get affordable care and the best coverage. Hey, maybe you don't just need homeowner's insurance. What about your automobile? What about your motorcycle? You need boat insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to making this decision, renter's insurance, condo insurance, There's so many options out there. It's going to make your head spin. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear. Call Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, or go to bruntinsurance.com. I also want to tell you guys, tonight, we got into Miami. We got messy. Sit back, relax on your couch in the Zaslow Mansion on the family room couch I'll be sitting there with a Johnny Cuba in my hand, enjoying Lionel Messi and Inter Miami. That's right, Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Everybody knows that. Johnny Cuba's got those European roots, but a Caribbean soul. That's why it's perfect for us here in South Florida. A refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas. If you don't know where you can pick up a Johnny near you, you send me a message, DM me, slide right in. You tell me what area you're in, and then I'm going to ask my man Juan from Johnny Cuba, and he's going to tell us exactly where you could pick up your own Johnny Cuba. Send me the pictures. Send me the messages. I love seeing you guys trying Johnny Cuba for the very first time. I then put it on my stories. You become famous because I'm an influencer, obviously, and everybody's happy. Now, remember, always drink responsibly, and of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay Tranquilo. So, like I said, doing so much NFL the last four days on ESPN Radio. I'm practically an NFL expert at this point. Like, you didn't know that, and I wouldn't expect you to know that, but I'm pretty much an NFL expert at this point. And so one of the big stories, if not the biggest story in the NFL right now, is 
what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. And the Dolphins talked a lot about this yesterday. The Dolphins are the odds-on betting favorite to land Jonathan Taylor. Two to one odds right now. So, you, you know, put down 100, win 200. Two to one odds, the Dolphins are the team that lands Jonathan Taylor. Now, I gave you the reasons yesterday why I don't see this happening. I think it's a super long shot. Matter of fact, I I think he will be traded. I think some team is going to pull the trigger, but it's not going to be the Dolphins. And the reason I say some team is going to pull the trigger is because it's not like Dalvin Cook. There's a four-year age gap there. And, you know, it's it's not even like Saquon Barkley. Barkley's a little bit older, I believe, than Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, all pro, 24 years old, over five yards a carry. And also what might help is when he's looking for that extension, he's looking for that new contract, the fact that he sees the landscape, sees what Dalvin Cook couldn't get, sees what Saquon Barkley couldn't get, sees what Josh Jacobs couldn't get, he may be asking now, now that he sees the landscape, he may actually ask for a little bit less than he initially wanted somewhere else. Not with the Colts. He's super angry at what's going on with the Colts and what Jim Irsay said if they had that running back meeting on Zoom. But I think Taylor, he may ask for a little bit less based on seeing what is, I guess, not out there. And he's so good. I know he's going to start the year probably on PUP. He is traveling with the Colts. He's with the team. But I think there is going to be a team out there that pulls the trigger. It's not going to be the Dolphins, though. And I think, if not the main reason it's not going to be the Dolphins, when are we signing Christian Wilkins to an extension? Now, I don't believe that that situation is a problem. I don't believe that situation is going to be a problem. But I am curious. And look, the Xavier Howard thing a few years ago, while he was also holding in, the Xavier Howard situation, that took a little bit of time too. But what is the holdup? Is somebody being unreasonable? Is Christian Wilkins' side, are they being, like, they're going to want the highest paid defensive tackle in NFL history. But, like, do they want double what the previous one was? Are the Dolphins being unrealistic and they're not seeing that they're going to have to make him the highest paid defensive tackle? Because that's business. And they already did that for Xavier Howard, making him the highest paid cornerback. So, I don't believe from the Dolphins' side of things, I would tend to not believe from the Dolphins' side of things that they're handling this business improperly. So, I don't know. My guess is, is it possible that Christian Wilkins is asking for more, for too much, over what the last defensive tackle was paid? Also, I think it becomes crunch time after the third preseason game. So, this Saturday... And especially because he hasn't been practicing Christian Wilkins. He's not going to play in this preseason game this weekend. And then we got two weeks until the regular season starts. So it's kind of like a faux deadline this Saturday's preseason game. And then it's time you got to get it done. But for me, that's two major reasons. Christian Wilkins needs to be paid long before bringing in Jonathan Taylor and paying him. And Tua Tungvaloa is going to need to get paid. Not before the end of this year. Two will get paid after this year. But you're not going to be able to pay everyone. And we've already seen the position that you skimp in, that you skimp at, it's running back. Especially when the running back room is very talented right now. And they just spent a second round pick on a running back. So they're good. Who looks great so far in Devonna Shane. So if the running game is set essentially for the next few years... You can't bring in Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he moves the needle enough for this team. Now, I told you, I think one of the main reasons that you could bring in Jonathan Taylor is it kind of forces the ball into his hand, meaning it forces the ball out of Tua's hands, which you would think is a bad thing, but Tua dropping back to pass a couple times less per game keeps him upright, keeps him healthy. May not be a bad thing. Sorry, I take a sip of my vitamin water. But it's it's not, you know, the offensive line isn't changing. 
You know, does Jonathan Taylor come in with, uh, you know, someone who's a better right tackle than Austin Jackson? If that's the case, if it's for if it's for someone, Jonathan Taylor and replacing Austin Jackson, does it come with uh, a magic elixir to keep Teron Armstead healthy? Well, if it doesn't come with those two things, I don't see the need to bring in Jonathan Taylor, and I don't see the need to pay Jonathan Taylor. So that's what I got for you there on Jonathan Taylor. But I do think this is a win-win situation for the Colts. The Colts, I don't even know if the Colts would want to trade Jonathan Taylor. But the Colts could just be like, all right, you know, let him go out there, test the market, and he's going to see no one else wants to pay him. And if no one else wants to pay him, then he's got to come back and play for us. And he's under contract this year, and then we could franchise him for at least one more year. So I think it's a win-win for the Colts. So he's either going to then see no one is willing to pay him, he'll either return to the team, or... If he does find a team out there who is willing to pay him, okay, then the Colts can land, you know, hopefully land a couple draft picks for him. Or Jim Ursay, the owner, may say, wow, there was a team willing to pay him? F that. I don't want him to leave. Uh, you know, like, we're not letting them have him. There's another team out there who want to pay him? All right. Then that's we'll match it. That's what we'll give. Now, I don't see that part happening, but... Those are a couple of options for the Colts, and that's why this is a win-win for Indianapolis. My guess, Jonathan Taylor's not happy, but he's going to see the lay of the land, and that he is not in control and does not have the power, and he is going to be forced, essentially, to go back to Indianapolis. That's my guess is what winds up happening there. Now, I don't know if you heard this. So this is from a couple days ago, actually, if we can get back to the Dolphins, although we're kind of talking about the Dolphins anyway. This from a couple days ago. Yesterday, apparently, was new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. 65th birthday. Good for him. Mike McDaniel was asked about it a couple of days ago. So, and in typical Mike McDaniel fashion, you never know what he's going to say. Here's Mike McDaniel on Vic Fangio turning 65. You know, it's exciting. I think a 65th birthday, I'm excited. I hope that I will have one. Um, because you know, that I'm not sure for all you history buffs, but, um, you know, social security, uh, is starts at 65, right? Well, that was enacted in the new deal. I believe when that was the life expectancy for human beings. So, Hey man, killing it. I'm, I'm fired up. Just for killing it at 60. He's killing it at 65 years old. So it got me thinking, who and you could always at, tweet to me at Zazlo Show. You can hit me up on Instagram at Zazlo J. Vic Fangio killing it still at sixty five. Who are some other guys? Not just sports. It could be any kind of profession at the top of their game at sixty five years old still. You know what? They're still killing it at sixty five. Who are some dudes who are killing it at sixty five? And I got a few for you here. Number one. You know I love movies. You know who's still killing it at over 65? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is 71 years old. Obviously taken, the, taken one of the greatest movies of all time. Yes. Yes. Taken is one of the greatest movies of all time. Ton of action. He kills everybody. The plot is simple. His daughter gets kidnapped. He tries to find her. He does. He kills everybody along the way. They get home safe and sound in and out in 90 minutes. I don't have to think about it. The movie's not confusing. There's no plot twist. I don't have to wonder what side is that guy on? What side is that guy on? Too many movies these days are complicated. I love Christopher Nolan. Oppenheimer, fantastic movie. I saw his movie Tenet. I don't know what the fuck that movie's about. Taken is one of the all-time greatest movies. And Liam Neeson, every every movie comes out with now is some version of Taken at 71 years old. Just like Vic Fangio, Liam Neeson, killing it out there. That's one. I'll tell you who else is still killing it out there. Pat Riley. Everybody knows Pat Riley is out there still killing it. And he's about to get probably his last, you know, whale in Damian Lillard, and we're going to get to that in a moment here. Pat Riley, still killing it, handsome as ever, 
78 years old, Pat Riley out there. He's killing it. You know who else is killing it? I saw him in concert last year. I've been, I've waited forever to see him in concert. I love him so much. Me and my older son, we went to see Elton John, 76 years old. I know he said that was his farewell tour. We'll see. But at 76 years old, Elton still killing it out there when he plays. I mean, he's not up there dancing around like he used to, but at the piano, the voice, and at the energy, killing it, Elton John. I love you, Elton. I got one more for you here. You know what? I'm, I'm going to fudge the game a little bit here because he's not quite 65. He's 64 years old. You know who else is killing it? Sting. And I'm not talking about from the police. I'm talking about all-time Hall of Fame professional wrestler. That's right. Sting, the icon, the franchise. This weekend, he's obviously wrestling AEW All-In Wembley Stadium in London. He... 64 years old, not 65, so he's not quite Vic Fangio, but 64 years old. Sting, he's killing it out there. He's jumping onto tables. He's jumping off the top rope. He hasn't even lost yet in AEW. 64 years old. Now, makes me a little bit nervous. I feel like I'm going to watch Sting die in the ring one day. I hope not. I'm crossing my fingers. That would be terrible. But at 64 years old, not quite Vic Fangio, 65 years old. Sting, he's out there killing it. So how about that? Vic Fangio, killing it at 65 years old, leading that Dolphin defense this year. He's not the only one. Got a bunch of guys who are killing it out there. Hey, if you're in the market for a new car, summer's almost over. Now we're going to have all kinds of fall savings as well. But you're looking for those summer savings. You're trying to take advantage. You're thinking about getting a new ride. Well, I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. Yeah, I'm sending you to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. When you walk into North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to tell a friendly member of their sales team exactly what you're looking for. And maybe it's something large for the family, an SUV. Maybe just a Subaru sedan for your daily commute. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru also, South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer. And you could shop over a 1,000 vehicles from your home, wherever you are right now. Just go to nflsubaru.com. We're talking the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. It's the building you know and the place to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. All right, so this is important here. Now, and this kind of snuck up on me. Now, you know I love Inter-Miami. I love Messi. Oh, it's been my favorite for so long. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. I'm looking forward to going to some Inter-Miami games. They haven't played any MLS games in like uh, seven months. And their next MLS game, I believe, is this weekend. But Inter-Miami is playing tonight. That's right. And once again, it is not an MLS game. So Inter-Miami tonight is playing Cincinnati. It's playing FC Cincinnati. Let's see where, they're, where they are in the standings. FC Cincinnati is... For, oh, my God. So, th- this is actually really exciting. So, Inter-Miami is first place in the Eastern Conference. Matter of fact, FC Cincinnati, number one team in all of MLS. Who is last place in all of MLS and the Eastern Conference, you may ask? That would be Inter-Miami. So, and it's funny. Oh, oh Messi, you got to Inter-Miami. They were in last place, and now they won the League's Cup. Well... They still are in last place. They have not played an MLS game with Messi. So they're playing FC Cincinnati tonight. It is a U.S. Open Cup semifinal matchup. I totally forgot about this tournament. I don't remember when the last game was that they played in this tournament. Game tonight's in Cincinnati. It's at FC Cincinnati. But so they're in this tournament, this U.S. Open Cup, and they're in the semifinal. So... This is tonight at 7 o'clock. It's not an MLS game. Messi is playing. All right. Like, why wouldn't he? And it's, it's, see, this is going to be a great test now. 
one of the fun things about Inter Miami, the, the reason, you know, I asked when they got to the finals and like, I sent out a message, is, is this real? Like, is Inter Miami now going to be the best team in MLS? And to a man, everybody, and you guys, you guys know more about MLS than me and you know more about soccer than me. Even though I'm pretty much an expert, I, I give way to you guys. And to a man, you all said, this is real. This team is awesome now. This is what they are going to consistently look like, which is amazing and so much fun to think about. But because they're so far back in the playoffs right now, they probably got to win nine, maybe 10 of their final 12 games, which is a crazy rate. But they're 6-0, 7-0 now. 7-0 with Messi. So, okay. And think about that. If they win like 10 of their final 12 to get into the playoffs, then with Messi, they would have won 17 of 19. Like, they're going to win the MLS Cup if they get into the playoffs, it feels like. Because you know they're awesome. And they'd have to be on this, like, amazing run to even get in. They'd be the most dangerous team. But the teams that they've been beating in League's Cup, Nashville, Philadelphia, Charlotte, Dallas, Orlando City, these are playoff teams, playoff caliber teams in MLS. And that's why it's so exciting, because they're beating them, and they're kicking the shit out of most of them. Well, tonight is a major test because they're facing FC Cincinnati, who is first in all of MLS. Inter-Miami's last in all of MLS. So if Inter-Miami goes out there tonight, beats FC Cincinnati, maybe even kicks the shit out of FC Cincinnati, like, that's going to turn... if If you didn't already have your head turned... It's going to turn your head now. They played one time already this year in MLS regular season. It was back in April. FC Cincinnati won that game one to nothing. Now, I saw recent power rankings. Everybody who knows me knows I love a good power ranking. I saw recent power rankings going into this, uh, you know, last part of the season for MLS. Inter-Miami, most recently, were 29th in power rankings. 10th now. 10th. What's going to happen if in the semifinal tonight of U.S. Open Cup, they beat the shit out of FC Cincinnati like they've been doing to everybody else? They might be the best team in MLS now. And they're still in last place. And Messi has not played an MLS game just yet. It's a pretty weird situation. So tonight, now also, this is important. So it's not an MLS game. It's not a League's Cup game. It's a U.S. Open Cup game. It is not on Apple Plus. Now, you got to subscribe to Apple Plus if, if you want to watch any Inter-Miami games. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder, so I have a subscription. It comes automatically. It's one of the perks of being a season ticket holder. Otherwise, it's like $11.99 a month. Just get it if you want to watch Messi. It's so worth it. You get every MLS game then, I believe. So, I mean, I'm only watching Inter-Miami. That's all I care about. But anyway, it's not on Apple Plus tonight. So how can you watch the game? Well, number one, it's on Telemundo. Everyone gets Telemundo, whatever cable provider you have. It's obviously in uh, in Spanish. But there's also, I guess the English version is, there's also this channel called CBS Sports Golasso. And while I don't believe it's an actual channel on any of your cable providers or streaming services, like I have DirecTV Stream, you can stream it from the CBS Sports app. So on the CBS Sports app is CBS Sports Golasso, and that will have Inter-Miami tonight, 7 p.m., and you could stream it, you can cast it then onto your television. So that's as good as having the channel. So that's important news right there. That's important to know going into tonight. You don't want to go at 7 o'clock. You're trying to figure out how to get the game. You can't find it. It's not an Apple Plus. You're so sad. So CBS Sports Golasso on the CBS Sports app and stream it, cast it onto your TV, or Telemundo. So there, and everybody gets Telemundo. So there you go. Those are a couple of ways of how you could watch the game tonight. Now, let's do a little bit on Damian Lillard. There's nothing new out there, but this this here is aggravating to me. And this is, you know, so yesterday you had, or a couple days ago, Bill Simmons, the ringer, they hate Miami. They're trying to find ways for the Blazers to trade Damian Lillard anywhere else other than Miami. And the most recent one was Minnesota. And on paper, it does make sense. How about just trade Lillard for for Carl Anthony Towns? 
That does seem to make a ton of sense. But Lillard is not going to want to play in Minneapolis. He doesn't want to live in Minneapolis. He wants to live in Miami. Best sports town, center of the sports universe. And then apparently yesterday there was a report that Portland actually has no interest in Carl Anthony Towns. I, I think Carl Anthony Towns' stock is so low. If I were Minnesota, I mean, they could still get stuff for him, but his stock has probably never been lower, and I would absolutely look to trade him if I was Minnesota. But that's that's neither here nor there. Nobody cares about the T-Bowl's future. Now, this stuff, though, bothers me. So, you know, Portland, they got a couple of the podcasts. We've had Danny Morang from the Jacked Ramseys. That's a Blue Wire podcast. We've had him on, on my show before. There's also on the Locked On Network, you got Locked On Blazers. So those two guys, I guess, were collaborating. They were doing a Locked On Blazers podcast yesterday. And of course, my man Drew doing the Lord's work on on Twitter, at Drew underscore star. He aggregates everything as far as the big NBA news, and especially Heat, Damian Lillard, and all that type of stuff. So let me give you a little bit what he found from earlier this morning from the Locked on Blazers podcast, all right? And these are, you know, it's it's Mike Richmond and like I mentioned, uh, Danny Morang, and they're going back and forth. And so the first, you know, the first transcription, again, this like, so this part really frustrates me. If Miami puts their best version of their Dame offer on the table, 24, 28, 30 firsts, 25, 27 swaps, Jovich, Haquez, salary filler, and Hero for a top six protected pick. Is that enough? What does that mean? And Hero for a top... Oh, meaning they trade Hero somewhere else. For a top six protect. I mean, you're getting another first round pick because the Blazers don't want here. Okay, so let me restate that. If Miami puts their best version of their Dame offer on the table, 24, 28, and 30 firsts from Miami, that's three, 25 and 27 swaps, Jovich Haquez, salary filler, and then another lottery pick potentially because you traded Hero, is that enough? And then Danny Morang responds with, I don't think the Blazers do it. And so. Here's the part that's super frustrating to me. There are no other offers out there. Are you just going to keep Damian Lillard? Forget about the part that he's unhappy. He's not going to get younger. There are no other offers out there. None. So are you just going to keep Damian Lillard for the remainder of his contract? Four years. And never get anything for him. This is the offer. There's nothing else. And having four first-round picks, a couple of pick swaps, Jovich and Haquez, you have to ask yourself, is that better than nothing? Because that's literally the scenario we're dealing with. Is that better than nothing? Like, I can't believe that we're having this conversation still. And then the next clip that Drew transcribed, quote, I don't think the Blazers are getting a better deal than four crappy picks and two youngsters, you know, meaning Jovich and Hawkes Jr., for Damian Lillard, so we'll see how it goes down. I would agree, and here's also the thing where it's, they're not going to get better than four crappy picks. Number one, the 28 first from the Heat, the 30 first from the Heat, you know, 2028, 20, 2030. I don't know that those are going to be crappy picks. Damian Lillard, that's four, five, six, seven, eight. That's five years. In five years from now, are Damian Lillard and Jimmy Butler still playing for the Heat? I don't think so. 28 and 30, if you got a problem with those picks being so far down the line, okay. But I don't know that those are going to be crappy picks. And if you're a savvy general manager, it hurts not to get the good picks right now. But getting the future picks is the move because of what I just said. You don't want those picks right now because the team's going to be good. They're going to be low draft picks. You want the picks in the future when they could be high. So I don't know that it's four crappy draft picks. But then here's the other thing. What team would trade for Damian Lillard? Oh, All right, it's going to be a team that's going to be really good. A championship caliber team is going to trade for Damian Lillard. So... Any picks you get back for Damian Lillard are going to be crappy picks. 
They're going to be late in the first round. That's just the reality of it. And I and pick swaps, look, those will never cash in because they're going to be low first round picks and you're not going to end up swapping them. Pick swaps are, are a facade. It's something for general managers to say, look at all the picks we got. You're never going to get those picks. You're never going to swap them because your pick is going to be higher than the other team's low first round pick. But whoever you send Lillard to is going to be good and those picks are not going to be high. What don't we understand? So that's the part of this whole situation at this point that really frustrates me. Man. All right. You know what doesn't frustrate me, though? Man, I love sheets and giggles. I love every night going to bed knowing, you know what? I'm going to get great sleep because I'm not going to sweat through my sheets. I'm not going to be hot. With sheets and giggles, I'm sleeping on naturally softer, cooler, the most breathable sheets out there. And because of sheets and giggles, go to sheetsgiggles.com. Eucalyptus sheets we're talking about. I got a eucalyptus pillow. They have eucalyptus mattresses. Go to sheetsgiggles.com. Just peruse. Just check out what my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, what he's offering up there. We're talking great prices. And if you use promo code ZASLO upon checkout, you'll get an additional 20% off your first ever order at Sheets and Giggles. Go to sheetsgiggles.com. You're going to become of one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. Just like the Zaslow family, we're never going back. The best sheets ever. I love that comforter so much. I would never get... It's priceless. You can't, you can't name a price what I would give you for that comforter because I sleep so great now. You know what I'm talking about. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. It's one less thing you got to worry about. Your wife says, we need new sheets. Where are we going to go? Who are we going to order from? SheetsGiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. If you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home, and your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Water Cleanup of Florida will tell you. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. You can go online and check out almost 100 five-star reviews. Water Cleanup of Florida, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Look. When an unexpected damage occurs to your home or your business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. That's where Water Cleanup of Florida comes in. They understand the impact and stress that any of this will have, and their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Remember, any time of day, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, I already told you earlier about this Untold Swamp Kings documentary, which seems like a major letdown on Netflix. Well, here is a clip, though, on how Urban Meyer used to treat some of the lesser players in the Urban said, I'm going to treat my superstars like superstars, and I'm going to treat my shit like shit. If I treat you like shit, and you want me to change... And you find a way to make yourself into a superstar, and I'll start treating you like that. To me, I was like, oh, that is so profound. Every coach does it, but no coach says it. This is not a surprise. Everybody knows Urban Meyer is a douchebag. I'm going to watch the doc, but my expectations are now super low. Big deal or not a big deal? So Colin Coward. And I used to watch Colin Coward on a daily basis. I will Now he's one of the all-time greatest. And I will tell you the main reason is because I'm supporting my friend Joy Taylor. Now, he is a brutal watch because uh, his little buddy there, Jason McIntyre, is easily the most unwatchable personality on sports radio or sports talk television. Absolutely unwatchable, Jason McIntyre. And Colin Coward, though, yesterday, he's talking about the Seahawks. He doesn't believe in Geno Smith, and he also doesn't know what conference the Seahawks play. Now, 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 that gives you uh, 14, and I think I'm being diplomatic. I don't think Geno Smith is ever going to hold the trophy up, but I think Seattle's got the coach. They're too young, in my opinion, to win a Super Bowl, but I do think they can win a division in multiple playoff games. I don't see Geno 
holding up the AFC championship, you know, trophy over a Mahomes or a Burrow. Hey, you probably didn't see Nick Foles and Doug Peterson, right, winning a Super Bowl, what, like six, seven well, years that ago? Was, it, this is so bad. And again, Colin Coward, one of the all-time greats. But you wonder if he, you wonder if he lost his fastball. Because, okay, he, he misspoke, right? Uh, AFC, NFC, he misspoke. He knows what conference they're in. But then he says, I don't see him, hold, Geno Smith, holding up the AFC trophy the way I do, you know, over Burrow or Mahomes. So he thinks the Seahawks are in the AFC. How is that possible? That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, Mad Dog Radio. I'm looking forward to catching up today. First take ESPN. One of my co-workers at ESPN is my favorite, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. He does first take on Wednesdays. I mean, first take is the best when they obviously have Amber Wilson on the panel. That's not the case this week, but I love Wednesdays with Dog. Yesterday on SiriusXM Mad Dog Radio, Dog, he loves the NFL. He's trying to order Sunday ticket, but you got to understand, he doesn't have email. He doesn't know how to use computers. He doesn't know how to use the internet, and he can't figure out how to order Sunday NFL ticket. That's what they're going to do. Here's this gadget, Chris. You got to sign up here. Give me your email address there. Here's your receipt. No, you can't do it on this. You got to do it via your phone. I mean, it's impossible. All they want to do is lose money. That's all I want to do. Lose money with the service and lose money with Fatso's picks. That's all I care about. And they won't let me do it. So the NFL and YouTube, whether it's YouTube TV, regular YouTube, who knows what it is? The only reason why I put YouTube on is to see an old David Crosby interview. That's the only reason. Or find a Bob Dylan song. I mean, my God almighty. Or watch you, watch Leonard Skinner, which I'm into right now, as you guys know. That's all I care about. But they don't allow me to do it because in this age, 2023, if you are not tech savvy with your televisions and your all your quote unquote devices, you're finished. Now, this is obviously a big deal. I do have a little bit of sympathy for Dog. Now, no, no, number one, look, I mean, Dog, like I said, doesn't know how to use the Internet, computers, email, none of that stuff. I do have some sympathy for Dog because it, it is difficult to watch some of these games now. And Dog is clearly fed up of where you got to go to watch games. Like, Inter Miami tonight, I have to stream from CBS Sports Golasso. It's on the CBS Sports app. Okay, fine. It's a little bit more complicated for some games than you would like it to be. But Dog, like YouTube, you only go to YouTube to watch to watch a little bit of Bob Dylan or or to watch Crosby, Stills, and Nash, you know, the next thing I expected Dog to say was he only goes to Amazon. He has an order off Amazon. He only goes to Amazon to buy books. I, dog, you, you got to get, get with the times a little bit. So I'll go big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Yesterday, Baker Mayfield was named starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He beat out Kyle Trask. I'm going not a big deal because I am certain by week 9 or 10, Trask will be the starting quarterback. We know what Baker is, but that that's a that's a major red flag as to whether or not Kyle Trask, who was awesome in Florida, it's a major red flag as to whether or not he could play at the professional level. So I'm going not a big deal overall. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Okay. All right. Great job by everybody. Tomorrow, it's a Thursday, which means fantasy football with our guy Jamie Eisenberg. Make sure you got your questions ready. You're getting ready for your draft. You could always tweet to me at Zaslow Show. Like I said, you could always hit me up at Zaslow J on Instagram. Thanks, everybody. You all put together a great show. You guys are awesome. You make it easy every single day. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means.